0: Be advised and let's be quite clear, please know that we do indeed cuss. If you are offended by language that is quite spicy, gay lingo, and ratchetness, please exit your podcast app at this time, Miss Mamas. The views expressed here do not reflect our places of employment. Don't be trying to get us fired. We will find you. Bitch.
1: Love Musa and Josh. So here's a little disclaimer before we get things started. 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 Before we get things started.
0: Before we get this, I happen to be in our business.
1: Right, and we are back, and we are. <laughs> I don't. It don't matter how much time you always.
0: Good night, a hello, sniggle.
1: people. Good night of America. Hey everybody, welcome to our podcast, child. My name is Musa,
0: <laughs> and I am Josh. Why do you sound so relaxed? Because and- I am. I am okay. relaxed. All um, right. Is she on your shoulder? No. Um, not for
1: another forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but. We're back, and we are not whack. We're not whack. We are in the month of the Queen Bee. Oh, <laughs> okay, is, all this right. This is the month of it's September, am I right? It is September. September. Her birthday just passed. Yes, Happy Birthday. She made what? Forty two. How was she made? Forty two. She yeah. made forty two. Forty two. And she's still still slaying the girls who are half her age. Well, and um, she is on this amazing world tour, um, and we get to see her at the end of the month. We do. And we've got some pretty primo seats that I've been worrying about all <laughs> month long because...
0: I don't know why you're worried gonna about it. I'm going to tell you
1: because... Because um, I don't see Beyonce from afar. Well, no, it's not that. It's that they, they didn't think... I don't know who thought through the risers where when they come down uh, the stairs on the on the circle. If you're sitting... So, like, let's say it's A B C D. There's like a middle part. If you're sitting in that middle part, apparently, it it blocks your view. But we're we're just to the right of that middle part, mm, so, adjacent. Yeah, so we're not even there. But I'm I mean I'm excited. I'm excited to see the queen. I'm excited to
0: get my life. I've got my outfit. <laughs> Do you have your outfit? I, I have pieces yeah pieces of pieces. my outfit I'm waiting on these the people to ship my shit yeah cuz you got stuff custom made so you, you <laughs> it's, knew. it's just some shoes new and you know some silver pants yeah praise god um I just need them to ship because I ordered it on August 31st uh-huh it's coming I hope so I'm I a trash yeah. bag
1: so my friend um his name is is Dominic I saw him on TikTok he met, He was making someone a do rag, and I was like,
0: "I follow him."
1: Yeah, I was like, "I need to get that." So I, I, I text him, and I said, um, "Dami, <laughs> I need, I need this, uh, this do rag, please, sir." And he told me his price, and so I said, "Well, you know, September twenty third is, is <laughs> right around the corner, so rapidly approaching." Yeah, so I, I gave him my, my, I gave him the money via Cash App, and then I gave him my address. So hopefully, it comes soon. Um, I'll remind him again next week if if I don't have any confirmation of delivery or, like, shipping or whatever.
0: Right, and tracking information. Yeah, yeah. Praise Uh, God. So how are you, Josh? Why you ask me like that first? That's how we start every podcast. (laughs) I know, but it was just like, anyway, I am okay, uh, depressed as usual. I wouldn't call it seasonal depression unless it's... You know, you're depressed in all seasons, <laughs> but <laughs> um, there has been some things going on in my life, uh, but mainly, uh, I guess the major thing is that my, gra- well, they put my grandmother in hospice. hospice. Mm-hmm. Um, she has breast cancer and she has a lump of her breast that they cannot remove. Mm. And so they're saying, well, unofficially, I guess, that it could be months Mm. So that has been tearing me up because she is literally like a second mom to me, yeah, because uh, child when I didn't like my mama it was always married, right but uh yeah, and so i'm I am dealing with that as well as some other things, but a uh, you know i'm 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 still here, yes, and I'm trucking along um. Trying to stay black and queer, Amen. All right. Amen. I'm, and I'm really.
1: I want to say I'm really sorry because you know I know how much your grandmother means to you. You know, you know how much my grandparents, my grandmothers, meant to me. And it's. What I was telling you earlier. It's. It's. It's hard. Um, with the idea of losing them because they've been on this earth for as long as we've been, as long as we've known them. You know, we yes. we as long as we've been cognizant. You know, our grandparents have our grandmothers have always been in our lives, and so it's hard to imagine life without them. But, you know, while she's here, we we're thankful for her for her spirit and and for the good memories that you have of her, you know. Um I I have a lot of good memories of my 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 grandmother, my mom's mom. Um I I say this all the time, she wasn't always nice. You know, she would tell us about ourselves. <laughs> she would tell us Man, she would tell me about myself all the time. She'd make me go stand outside. she made me go get a switch oh. um but she would when I tell you could tell you off in a minute my Marty Ruth would tell you <laughs> completely off and they ask you to come pray for her um <laughs> she, all right. yeah, you know, but our grandmothers teach us very even if we don't attribute it to them a lot of the early lessons that we learned. You know, some for those of us who had grandparents in our lives, like we remember, we attribute those things to our grandparents. Like my grandmother taught me a lot of stuff. Um, You know, she wasn't she wasn't a woman who always, you know, um, she didn't work and she didn't, you know, she didn't do a lot of things, but she taught me a lot in the house. So I learned a lot from her, Um, things that I don't think I even like. I subconsciously do, you know, and I'm very superstitious because of her. You know, Um, if I'm walking with somebody and they split the pole. I go around the, <laughs> oh. I go back around, um, <laughs> okay. but yeah, I mean, she taught me how to pray too, you know. Uh, so, so yeah, shout out to your grandmother, man, and shout out to um, her life and her her light
0: while she is with us. You know, I think we should do an episode about grandmothers. We should also oh, just want us to be just, you just want us <laughs> to be just crying. <laughs> Dude, that's fine. That's what you want? I'm okay. down. All right.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll do that. And and you know, um, when I ask you about how you're doing it's genuine, um, and I know depression is a, is a big thing for both of us, um, I, I am doing the best I can, I think that this, this past month, no, July and August were two terrible months, um, and I think a lot of it will tie into what we talk about in terms of like the main topic of this podcast episode, but um before I mention how I'm doing, um I hope everybody out there is doing okay those of you who listen to our podcast um we don't have a growing you know um group of listeners yet, but for those who listen and are faithful listening faithfully, we appreciate you and. You know we we don't we don't mean to to be so um, sporadic in our recording and releasing, but, but but life be life, life be life, and then we live in two different cities, and Texas is big, and, and although the, Austin is not that far away, it's just life. We like <laughs> life happens. So, um, but thank y'all for your support and for your love and and your comments and your emails. Um, right. I I have been dealing with a lot. My um in july i went to italy and i didn't really talk much about it but um i had some really i had a really hard time in italy dealing with um egos dealing with my own ego um but also coming to coming to terms with the fact that i have to speak up for myself and do it more often and I have to do it in in spaces and institutions that don't encourage people like me to speak up. Yeah. Um, and so I've been having a, a challenging time. Um, and, it's, and the thing is, it's not even like the situations are always new. It's But it's like my heart and head are finally telling me, hey, you need to, you need to handle these things. And you need to step it up. And it's not about me being a man or anything like that. It's just about me, you know, um, speaking up for myself and standing up for myself. That I've been telling you for years. Yeah, you always tell me, you know, it's a, but it's a habit that once you fall into it, it's like hell trying to break it. Um, Especially dealing with people, with a certain population of people that I find myself dealing with um, when you've been conditioned to, to handle things a certain way, you don't know any other way to handle them, and so um, the the le- the thing that I've been telling myself that I've been telling myself for years now that I hardly ever listen to is slow down. You know, one of the things um, I was talking to my boss about how I need to slow down, and what I mean by that is um, an example. So whenever I'm in a musical or play or production or whatever if i have lines i will almost try to say my line as quickly as possible so that the next person can speak as if my role is not important yeah and that's that's a problem i feel like i have to get out what i'm saying um, a because i feel like i want the next person to be able to say what they have to say b because i always feel like what i have to say is not as important as the next person and C is just nerves. So these are lies that I have told myself for years. Now they didn't—it didn't come from nowhere. Like it, it definitely it, it came from you know from certain situations and that that caused trauma. But the one thing that I'm trying to do in this in this like phase in my life is um, now there's plenty of blame to go around, you know. But stop blaming, you know. The people who harmed me, and start, you know, bl- you know, stop blaming myself and forgiving myself, and I, I, I go through this a lot, but it's more direct this time around, you know. Um, and we'll talk about it when we talk about boundaries, but I just gotta say, man, if I can speak freely about Italy, because it's kind of, it's kind of a thing right now. It's no, it's not a thing. I, I've I've said what I had to say, and I've wiped my hands of it, you know, and and it's cool, but. Um, I went to Italy and you know it was for work. I mean, but it was a trip of my life, and I had some really, really bad experiences with um, just uh, other authoritative figures, you know oh. yeah. And so the lesson that I am learning is that my voice is just as important and just as necessary. As the voices of the people that I work with and that I encounter, um, but it's uh you have to be careful about how you raise your voice where I work, you know, um, and yeah, so so yeah, I've been I'm doing okay. I'm um, my partner and I are s- still together, but we live separately, um, and that that is hard. You gonna tell them why? Be, I'm just, I'm just, that's yeah, like, that's really, right, <laughs> that sounded kind of weird. Wow. Well, if you don't know, <laughs> mind your business. Um, <laughs> we are good. We are great. Um, you know, nothing's wrong with our relationship. But I'll talk about that too. Um, but I've been dealing with um, living by myself again, and you know, there's some beauty in it. Like I can just throw my crystals everywhere, and you <laughs> kind of worry about anybody yeah, stepping on them because I know where I'm going. Um, but it's, it's different because I'm used to someone being here and someone, you know, um, someone to talk to when I get off work. Um, and I don't, I'm not going to say I don't have that here. Because there are people here that I consider to be my friends, but he's not here, you know. Like, that's my person. And it uh, it's, it's really challenging. Because I want to I talk about all kinds of stuff and, you know, um, I do have people to talk to, but at the end of the day, when I go home, it's just me and Harvey, you know, <laughs> and he ain't talking back, so. Um, now he's mad. Yeah. But I'm holding on. I'm um, so close to finding a good therapist. and I need one of those. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're important. Like i i only had one for a little while and you know it got kind of expensive but i think it's something to invest in so just like i pay for netflix and hulu and disney plus and all that stuff i need to pay also for you know monthly visits with my therapist well weekly visits with my therapist it's just like it adds up like it's not cheap and i have insurance but and insurance covers most of it um But I would love a specialized therapist, someone who, you know, um, specializes in um, treating queer Black people. You know, Um, and and that don't exist in this part of this this part of the country. (laughs) I mean, this this town (laughs) specifically. So, um, so yeah, doing doing okay. Um, I I don't necessarily have an action plan. Going into this season with seasonal anxiety and depression, but I am more alert and I'm more vigilant than in you know times past because this time of the year it gets really hard. Um, it start it'll start getting darker quickly, um, and it's very gray outside. Not not yet, but it will get it will get like that. And I just hopefully I, I'll have the courage and the strength to get up and get out because. Um, you know, whenever, whenever I came back from Italy and when Eli left, I took two days off and I just, I didn't even sleep in my bed. I slept on the couch. Um, I didn't do much. I got up to get food and and took Harvey out every now and then, but I didn't want to do anything. Um, and I think that, you know, our relationship is so far from perfect. And I know a lot of people say that, but, um, and I I know that both of us could find things about each other that we would love to change, you know? Um, But for the first time in my life, you know, I I have a person and all this, this episode we're going to talk about, hopefully we talk about boundaries. Um, And, you know, part of, Part of, you know, being with him and growing up and maturing is establishing boundaries, um, even, you, you know, among ourselves. Yeah. So anyway, glad to be here with you and glad yeah. to be back um, with our usual shenanigans. Uh, it's later and and, and we, we in a different location. Um but I, I think that once we figure things out, this might be a cool, a cool location to be in. Cause yeah, it's real relaxed. It's true. real relaxed, yeah. We got lights and stuff. and <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, long As long as Harvey don't have a fit, um, we're good. But, um, yeah. One of the reasons why, like, you know, one of the benefits of be living alone again is that we can do stuff like this, you know. Um, I mean, he wouldn't mind if we were doing this and he was here, but he'd be all up in our business. Um. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, so we can, let's, let's, we can mosey on into some pop shit. I can't. Ooh, I that was try? powdery. <laughs> <laughs> Not powdery, bitch, <they're> whatever. <laughs> That's um, fine. So, you know, there's always a lot to talk about and there's always a lot of ways that we could approach different things, but, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be intentional about these topics because, um, you know, every podcast has like a, a pop, like a like a pop culture pop culture section, yeah. um, and I more so want to like, I want to look at things from a different perspective than just reporting the mess, you know, but but being honest about like what we think, you know, and we always are. But um, I think that's what will continue to set us apart, you know. We talking about stuff, you know, f- and either really, really trying to inquire about it, you know. There's gonna be times where we where we just dump, you know, because <laughs> it's some it's some crazy stuff happening in the world. I Ain't gonna lie, but um, first and foremost, I just want to say a special shout out to Shakeri Richardson. Yes, for Harris. for being in. Amazing example of hard work and determination, and being a class act. Um, you know, I love seeing. I, you know, I, I have I've supported her from the beginning. Now, did, did I did I chuckle a little bit when she was um, when she <laughs> did that interview and Shelly Ann, uh, uh Fraser Price was was walking behind her and kind of giggled. Yes, I did laugh at that. <laughs> they um, were shady. I did. They were shady, but but I've never, I've never wavered in my support for her because I knew that at some point she would find her footing and she would she would, she just needed her time to figure things out, you know. Right. And I love it. I love watching her win. I mean, I think she has the uh, prefontaine next. I know she did. She was in Zurich and then. I forgot the country she was in before that, but she beat, she beat, um, uh, Sharika Jackson, um, and Shelly Ann Frazier-Price. Yeah, she was um, doing really good. Yes. I'm so happy. She ran a great anchor, anchor leg, um, in the four, women's four by one, um, up against, uh, Sharika Jackson. And there was no contest. When she, once she got that good handoff from Gabby Thomas, well, first the handoffs were trash. Um, yeah, they were. They need but, to work um, on that. But, um, when she, you know, Gabby get, had a good enough lead, um, that set her up, you know, or, um, f- to win that. And when she got that stick, there was no way Sharika Jackson was the looking She turned on the jet. There was no way. And then she ran ran against uh, Elaine Thompson Hurrah. Um, uh, I think it was it was where she ran against her and she beat her. And I'm just, I'm not going to say I'm seeing a different Sha'Carri. I'm just seeing Sha'Carri in the element she's supposed to be in. I'm, I'm seeing her believe in herself more. Um, and it's something about her that, it seems like there's a lot of more peace that she has. I mean, she's still she's still South Dallas, Oak Cliff, you know, she's still... Is that where she's from? Mm-hmm. The, well, she, that makes sense. She's, she's still right. South Dallas, right. you know, and I love that about her. I love that she that she is who she is. I love that she has tattoos. I love that she has long fingernails. I love the braids. I love how...
0: how it's very much flow, Joe. I,
1: yeah, it is, but I love how black... I love like I love ghetto shit, man. I really do. I really love ghetto shit. Like I love, like it's crazy because it took me a while to get comfortable with with like some black ass shit. Like I love, like I can't. I hope my durag come in on time. I love. I love black ass shit. Like we, it's it's something about the way we take, you know. We take stuff and we we really do make it a fashion statement, or we take stuff and we we just make it a statement. Period. Right, make and it so, better. Yeah, like I mean, I, I I love I love slabs, you know. I I love cars that you know old school cars that people be Buicks. Like I I, <laughs> I like seeing people like just living like it's like I like hood shit, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I wasn't raised in the hood. I was definitely raised in the suburbs, but but. You know, I got family and cousins and brothers and you know friends who who have influenced my style and my um, the things I love. I just I love anything that's just super black, you know. And I'm not saying like Tina Knowles say. I'm not, I'm not saying you know that you gotta be. Anti-white but pro. I forgot what she was saying. In that in that uh, she did that with that uh, yeah the intermission. Uh, intermission. Whatever that thing was on Solange's album. In- interlude. Interlude. I say intermission. Intermission. Job. Wow. Yes. Uh, she is creeping. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's coming. She's coming. Um, but yeah. So so mm-hmm. shout out to Shakira Richardson, and I hope that she continues to run. Our bodies are not meant to be at at top peak for the rest of our lives. Of but, course. But at she's twenty three. I think sure. she got man, she got years in front of her because Shelly Ann Fraser Price is a year younger than me, year younger than me, and she's running at the Olympics. I mean, so if, she, if she's doing it at almost thirty eight years old, yeah, like this girl being twenty three, she got so
0: much, you know, she can get got, better, so much yeah. better.
1: Shout out to her. Shout out to Simone Biles. Simone yes, Simone, Simone Biles is is according to. The people's name. She is extremely <laughs> old to be a gymnast. Yeah,
0: because they usually like twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, that's 15. Like she aged
1: out. I was like, she she came back and still whooping behind. Like eighth time all around champion. For the there US. is no one like she. The, her difficulty level is higher than the other girls because the stunts that she's doing on these bars and all this on this vault. She is operating at a level that none of these girls are, and she's old significantly older than them. I think she's phenomenal. Um Yes we love her. Yeah, I love her. And the other girl, I forget, I don't I can't think of their names, but it's some other like black girls are really dominating g- like gymnastics. Of I course. love to see it. Yeah. I love to see it. Um and uh
0: let's see. Oh yes, and well you're the you're the tennis expert in the world. <laughs> not too much. Um, <laughs> shout out to Coco Goff who just won her first uh grand slam today in the US final open thing in Madwaba. Uh, she beat some girl from Belarus. What's her name? Sabalenka, something like that. Sure. <laughs> she lost that first set. I was kind of concerned. I was like, okay, girl, because the the other girl was like hitting balls like Serena Williams. She was like hitting <laughs> things like rockets, and I was like, okay, so she might lose. Mm-hmm. But she came back and she won them last two sets, and I'm so proud. I screamed, and I think she's the youngest American to win the U.S. Open wow. since Serena. She is. Um
1: Something about her sticks. Um, I remember seeing that that match where the the um, the referee was being unfair. Oh yeah, and she called her out, and I I appreciate that. I, and her opponent was being unfair. Yeah, know her, her sweet damn time. I appreciate the strength of her as a black woman because. People, I'm sure people already like. Oh my gosh, she's this. But the but the audience had her back. Like they yeah, were clapping the audience
0: her. and the commentators because they knew that what the, other, the what the you know her opponent was doing and what the referee was doing was wrong. Yeah,
1: you know, this kind of goes to what I was like. I was gonna talk about, but it's just it's too heavy to talk about. But um, I, we have to start and continue to show up unapologetically like like not even just black this that or the other but when someone when you feel wronged or mistreated you have to speak up for yourself and what people call you it don't have anything to do with you, you know. Like I imagine people, because man, they, you know, the stuff they would say about Serena, like yes. they would say so much stuff about her and Calling her monkey, yeah. and
0: she was too big, yeah, she the, was like a
1: man, you know. First, you know, First Lady Michelle Obama got called a bunch of names for for wearing a she sleeveless did. dress, and, and and you know, we we could go down the list of the ways that the other president's wife posed Listen, in magazines and stuff like with that with no clothes, yeah, with guns. You know what I mean? Like Listen, we you know and it's not to it's not to compare but it's just to show that even in in our in our classiest moments people have something to say um oh I know another part another hot topic we can discuss but anyway shout out to Coco golf because she's she's she she did her thing and she's letting it be known like if we're going to play the game let's make it fair you know I'm I'm gonna beat you either, either way but either way <laughs> let's make it fair um yeah and Um, So we got to go back real quick to Beyonce because she just had a birthday and and none other than the boss, Diana Ross, came out to sing happy birthday to her um, at her uh, Renaissance World Tour concert. That was amazing to see see Beyonce run out there and the look in her eyes when she was looking at Diana Ross. You can tell that she knew that she was with the icon, and two icons on stage, because Beyonce is an icon, let's make that quite clear. Quite clear. But Diana Ross, the Diana Ross, I feel like, honestly, she's Beyonce's last living legend. Um, yeah. You know, um, Michael's gone, Whitney's gone, Tina turner is gone, and now, there are some greats still out there, but in terms of like performance i think she modeled herself a, i think i think she was modeled a lot after Diana Ross thing. i think the supremes definitely you yeah. know influenced destiny's child and so but to see her face and how happy she was to see diana ross it just i don't know it gave me it gave me the feel goods because you know beyonce being beyonce like <laughs> super mega ultra icon of the world of the world can Greg. still can still have like childlike wonder in her eyes looking at Diana Ross because Diana Ross is is an icon. She is a legend. Like she is the legend. She is the moment. Um she is a um a, a figure um and a supporter of uh queer culture. Um you know, <laughs> the song is I'm coming out. That has been the theme song for A lot of white gays, but
0: but white (laughs) gays, but it's been for everybody. Um, you know, that's one thing that I can say that me and Beyonce have in common is that we both been on stage with Diana Raw. Oh, yeah, I forgot, girl. I forgot. Uh, uh. I forgot you were on stage. (laughs) Yes, because I sang with her. Yes, Mm -hmm. I did. Yes, I did. I'm a star. No, I'm not. Yes, you are.
1: I try to tell you that you've been on stage with a lot
0: of great people. You've been, I mean, you (laughs) got Brandy's,
1: and I got got your number in her phone. I don't. I mean, she has your number in her phone. Good night. All right. Good morning. Next. Um. (laughs) So, I I'm excited. So going back because we got to circle back to Beyonce. I am so excited about going to see her with you. Um, in her in L. A. It was star studded. It was there were so many stars. But I'm going to talk about something. There were so many stars there. I mean, you name it, they were there. I mean, the um, people she didn't even like. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, what's her name? And um, <laughs> what? Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry were there. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, so many stars there. But one thing that someone on Twitter mentioned, she said, um, let's be clear. This is a celebration of queer culture, queer black culture. Indeed. So yes, it was good that everybody was there, but they need to, a lot of straight people were there and, and you know, her music is for everybody, but the, but the Renaissance, that album is a celebration of queer black culture. And yes, I mean, she's a woman, so yes, it, it's, it's film black film culture, it's, but it's, let's be clear it's for the queers. (laughs) And let's be more queer, clear. It's for the black queers. Now, I'm not saying that y'all can't enjoy yourselves, but, you know, this, this is for us, you know, and, um, welcome. Welcome to, to, uh, the renaissance. Welcome. This is the renaissance, bitch. Welcome. It's just, you know, um, it's just cool to see, uh, her show after show after show with, all this energy and love and you know so I will have I feel like we'll have a better we'll be able to break it down more once we go to the concert because I intend on getting my absolute life mm. and I intend on I, I'm looking at everything I don't want to miss one single thing I, I'm gonna record I, I know I'm probably gonna record a little bit you know you, cause um, I'm well, I think we're gonna do a mini vlog. Yeah, we'll see
0: what happens. Yeah,
1: we will. Maybe like, on the way up there, getting there, being in line. Yeah, I'll make sure we do all that stuff. Right, maybe a few clips, but we're yeah. gonna enjoy the concert. We're gonna bitch, enjoy this, the concert. This concert was not cheap. It was not cheap it, it, at all, at all. And you know, when you when I look at the t- at the the tickets that are available. Um,
0: It's a good thing we got our tickets when we did. Right, because now they a couple of thousand dollars for our same section. For our same section. And some of them seats behind us is more than what we're paying (sighs) now. And I almost Listen, thought about it. I'm like, I, this- <laughs> I love be- her, but you know, times got a
1: little hard. i have been like, Hey, like, I'm give me a couple this- of thousand. selling this for two thousand dollars. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. So um, yeah, shout out to Beyonce and-, and on her birthday and all that And she's not pregnant. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, people are trying to make this stay out of her uterus, man. Please, people are trying to make her pregnant. She's she sh- she's got shows to do, folks. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else was I going to bring up that I just forgot I was going to mention in our Hot Topics? Show the link. Well, one of the things that I will say is that the governor of Florida is... The devil. Near that um, there's so much happening in the state of Florida. It's crazy. I think I just saw um, a video of some neo-Nazis Saluting oh, yeah. from a, a cross bridge or a yeah. ped- pedestrian bridge. They're, they're empowered. And, you know, here's the thing. And I was talking about this a little earlier. We're, we're so inundated, constantly inundated with news, negativity. Um, like Twitter or X, whatever, the, Twitter. <laughs> it's just so full of the hottest story of people getting into fights, and we consume that. I consume it all the time. And, like, part of my reason why I, sometimes I have an attitude or I'm, or I'm, grou- I'm grun- grunchy. Ew. I'm grouchy. Yes. <laughs> I'm grunchy. <laughs> I'm grunchy about things because I'm being fed all of this negativity on the news, on my phone, and we can't escape it. And so, I've been trying to reduce the amount of news that I consume. It's, it's always going to be something bad. It's always going to be something happening. It's always going to be somebody shot or killed, and it it makes you look at the world very, very strangely. You know, um, I know we got some real problems in this world, but I tr- I've been trying to be more positive. And, and uh, some days are better than others. Um, some days I want to respond to every negative person, but I th- again I have to remember like to that's my energy that I'm I'm using to try to correct someone that I don't even know. You know, we get into arguments with people on Facebook and social media, people who we don't. We get into arguments with strangers. Strangers. And we we upset our piece um, for people that we don't know. So here's to doing that less. I'm not, you know, I'm still a work in progress. Um, But anyway, do you have anything else for... Hot topics?
0: Uh, Pop shit, I mean. Pop shit, look at you. (laughs) Um, No, I think I don't. (laughs) I can't think of anything. I was ill-prepared today. Yeah,
1: I mean, so... So, one of the things that I want to talk about um, is boundaries. And... Who hurt you, friend? Nobody hurt me. Um, I I think that I am... I'm getting through some hurt in a in a very interesting way. So, one of the things about me that that I'm I'm really bad about setting boundaries. I'm really very very. Um, hmm, I would say you know being a, being an empath, but people who call themselves empaths a lot of times I mean, they're really not, but. Um, what are you trying to say? I think I'm an empath. No, I'm. Some saying some people. <laughs> some people say that, but they're they're not. I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'll tell you that story off the air. But um, oh, I try to trying to empathize with people. I always want to say yes to them because I I believe that what they got going on, you know, um, they need my full support. And in that way, I have not set clear boundaries with people um, who feel like either they're deserving of time,, um, my talent and my gifts. And so because of that, I find myself being stretched extremely thin and it makes me very tired. I have a hard time saying no to people. you know whenever something's going on and someone has something to do and they invite me or they ask me to do something for them, it's rare that I'll say no, I can't do that. And so I find myself in situations where I'm either not 100% there or I'm, I've got a bad attitude about being there um, or I'm, I'm just miserable altogether. And so one of the things that I've been just focusing on is, is how, um, how to stand up for myself, how to advocate for myself. Um, so the biggest thing is... Um, maintaining friendships. I I won't say that I have a hard time maintaining friendships. I think what I'm doing is trying to um, be real about the people that I need in my life and the people that I don't need in my life. And Me it's either. not a public it's not a public thing. Like I'm not you know you know how people will get on Facebook and they'll say I'm purging my Facebook. So if you're sure. my real friend. You know, it's just cut them off and go with yeah. your business. And um, some people think that just because they've been in your life for a certain amount of time, that they need to see the same you that they saw when they first when y'all first started. And the, the thing is, I allow people, I allow people to to believe that I'm the same me that. They met, you know, some years ago, and I will, I stop, I can't grow if I'm trying to constantly show up as the same Gerard, the same Musa, the same Dustin, the same whoever, however you know me. I, I notice that I stunt my growth when I try to be, fit that mold for people who know me, because people know me from different walks of life. In different times and stages in my life, and so they crystallize that version of me in their minds, and so they expect it. So sometimes, whenever if I'm not if I'm not down with something, if I'm not feeling, you know, like engaging in something, or or if I don't laugh at a joke, or if something just isn't, I, don't, I I may look at something a little differently, or it's not as funny to me. I'm not saying I'm a stick in the mud. I'm saying that I'm. I'm trying to... It's some things about myself that I've been changing, that have been changing. And and some of my relationships have changed. Um, I... So I've been doing this thing, right? When I need to... If I feel like I need to distance myself from someone, this is going to sound crazy. I write their names down, and I burn it. Uh Uh-uh, that's voodoo. That's not (laughs) (laughs) voodoo. You know, um, and and if anything, more more than anything, it's a... It's a symbol for me to remember that I did this. You, right. know? Um, you know, I think I can tell this story. There, there's someone that there, there was someone. They didn't. They're not dead. Uh, <laughs> there was someone in my life <laughs> no, that really had a grip on me, mentally, emotionally. Not physically. Do anyway. I know this person? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, I, I always found myself, I felt like a little little a little boy, whenever we were we, we interacted with each other because I was just always so happy to be in their presence, and I think that at, over time they started to realize that, and they. They took advantage, took of advantage of that, saw it as a weakness. Yeah. And I don't and when I say take advantage of it, I wouldn't like, you know, yeah, no, wouldn't butt no. neck in the back of a van or anything like that. Oh, but hey. but I I mean they knew they saw that weakness and and they knew that was a weakness. And it was a weakness because I at the time I would do anything to spend time with them. Like I I would do anything to spend time with them any time of the day, even if I had stuff going on, I'd I'd spend time with them. I'd want to. Um and because they knew my tea, you know, they would never like, they would never try anything, you know, but didn't always make it the most comfortable for me, you know, being in the same spaces with them because um, that's that's sometimes an issue with um, with straight men that are, you know, fluid. (laughs) Um, Yes, fluid. Is that if they know something like that about you, they can use it to... Um, One-up. They, they gay-bait you. Yeah. They oh, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so... I had to write some names down. <laughs> I had to write some names down, and like the burning is not... I don't want them to burn. The burning is me saying that the the bond, or not the bond, but the hold that that person has had over me is no more.
0: Yeah, it's symbolic. And it's symbolic. And sometimes yeah, I mean, you have to see it in order yes, for it to yes. activate in your yes. your own life. So like, I get it.
1: Yeah, I had a friend who, um, I mean, I knew him since I was like 12, 13. And he had kind of that same kind of hold over me. Or he didn't have it. I I'll say that I let that happen. I let that relationship become one where I was always... I picked up the phone every time he called. You know, I was always at his house, you know. Um, and as we got older, I still had that childlike love for him, you know. And um, our relationship changed, you know. It changed a lot. we um, He said a lot of racist things, you know. And I had to... I'm not gonna say I say I'm not gonna say I let him go, but I recognize that time and memories don't always mean that you're gonna be friends with somebody forever. It don't mean that you know um and so boundaries i I recognize that I can say no if I don't want to go somewhere like I, this this weekend was a prime example so friday um Friday I was um I said, you know what? I'm going to give you some sushi. I'm going um, to watch Rocky Horror uh, on, on TV. I'm going to take a good shower, wash my hair, and just chill. And when I said that, you know, one of my friends was like, oh, where are you getting sushi? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't even say we was getting sushi. I said me was right. getting sushi. Myself and I. <laughs> and so, but, but, it, but even then, I was nervous to be like, say, dog, um... No, I'm gonna I'm do me, and it took him saying, "Hey, if you need to do your own thing today, that's cool." And then I thought to myself, "I don't need anybody to to tell me that right. that's okay. I need your permission. I need your permission." And 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 I'm 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 looking at it now from a less um, like I'm not angry about it. I'm not, I'm not, but I am being very aggressive about my time. Um, I'm being very, very, and not, not, not outwardly aggressive, but I tell myself, like, Musa, you don't have to do this. You can say no. You don't have to go to this. You don't have to be a part of this. And even though there's a big part of me that's like, ooh, they invited me, or ooh, I was invited to this, I should go, um, there will be other times. And they're not thinking about it as much as you're thinking about it. Sometimes we think, we try to think for other people, like, ooh, they're going to be mad at me. Sometimes people just invite you, just to invite you, and you might not always be the first choice, <laughs> you know. So um, it's okay. Learn to say no. So if anybody out there, if anyone out there has a problem with saying no when whenever someone invites you to things, it's okay to say no. Um, and and also uh, on the other side of it, um, you know what? What someone thinks of you again is not your problem, True. and. Um, if you think they're gonna get mad about you saying no, um, nine times out of ten, it's in your head. But if you say no means you taking better care of yourself, and someone is upset about that, then you might need to reevaluate re- that situation, y'all's relationship. Because um, it's important that you take care of yourself. It's important that you work on yourself. So um, I've been I've been doing a better job at, at setting at setting boundaries because. I I will tell you that my depression hit an all-time well, I'll say high but low uh this past weekend. Oh, this past week. Last week I was sitting in a meeting and there was a lot of talking. Um it was coming through the um our Zoom call and then we were it was talking in the actual room and it was just a lot of people, a lot of voices and opinions, and I was trying to focus on one, and I started rocking back and forth. It was so scary, and, and I was, like, pushing. I was in a rolling chair. I was pushing and pulling myself from to and from the table, and, like, I, my, my boss literally, like, he put his hand on my shoulder. He's like, are you okay? And I had never experienced that. I went in my office, and I cried because... It's like I feel like my mental state. Um, somebody got their phone on. Uh, <laughs> my mental state is is changing. Um, I I was driving to when I was driving to Austin to see uh, my husband. I was um, I was thinking about how mad I get about stupid shit. Mm-hmm. I get so mad about little petty things. Things that, that, are, that are out of my control or things that have happened, and I cried on the way to Austin because you know I have spent precious time fighting people that I love over dumb shit. like like Eli Eli used up all the um I think it was uh it was like allspice, he used up all the allspice one time. It messed up my whole night. Like I, I no, it didn't let mess up. I let it mess up my whole night. I was pissed at him the rest of the day. You know, and I, I think the reason for that is when it when I when when I live by myself, I never ran out of seasoning, you know, because <laughs> right. if I saw that it was low, before I use it up, I'm gonna go get some more of it. Yes, you know? yes. But but see, what my husband does, <laughs> um, he gonna use it because it's there. And he's going to use it till it's all gone. And and he might write on the dry erase board, we need this. But for the most part, I'd be having a good day. I'd be like, I'm going to make some jerk seasoning today. Let's go to the cabinet. Let's go to the pantry. Stuff be gone. And, like, I'd be, I'd be Josh, I'd be crumbling. I'd be melting away. And he don't... <laughs> not about a care it, in the world. Not a, <laughs> <laughs> not, a, not a care in the world. And it's not that he doesn't... It's not that he doesn't love me. It's just in his mind, he's like, well, bitch, we can go to the store and get some seasonings if you want to get seasonings. But that's not the point. See, like, the point for me is that it's usually always there. Mm -hmm. Who runs out of allspice? Like, I I keep that shit on me. You know, I'm always making jerk seasonings and stuff, but, like, so I always know how much that I have, you know. When you you live with somebody else, like, I I listened to a podcast of another interracial couple, Talking about, you know, how one cooks and he just be putting stuff on his chicken for no apparent reason. Mm -hmm. That's my husband. (laughs) He going to put (laughs) tarragon, coriander, cumin, um, allspice, uh, marjoram, garam masala, turmeric, curry, extra curry. Um a little he's bit of pepper. tell you that he, he he uses seasoned it, and yeah, he gonna say he seasoned it, but like you you season with a whole bunch of different countries that don't even need to go together like that <laughs> um and, so anyway um but I on the way to Austin, spending time with him, you know we 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 always get into little bitty spats for no reason, but I made it a point I said, I'm not doing this with him, I'm not going to him for any stupid reason um did some moments arise in my in my brain yes they definitely arose but um also my husband um was diagnosed with adhd and loving someone with adhd and also having adhd (laughs) is a chore um he um he sometimes things happen and he don't mean for it to happen like that. It's just what happened, you know? And, and so I've had to learn to tell myself, like, this is not a, no one's waging war against you. Like, this is your partner. He just wants you to be happy, you know? Um, so, so also setting boundaries with myself, like, hey, man, it's something, it's something, you, if you feel something, go for a walk. Like, you don't have to be around people if, if, when you, when you're upset. Figure it out. Go for a walk, you know? Um. It's been helping me with Harvey too. Like I, I begin. I got mad at him when you, when you came in here because he was barking a lot. You did, but um Call him Peter. But but one of the things I was I was thinking about with him was he's a dog. He doesn't know what's going on half the time. You know, so it's not a it's not an attack against me whenever he pulls me or whenever he's acting silly he's doing what he's got to do to survive you know he just he just thinks that he's you know he he thought you were a threat when he came in no I was
0: he knows he
1: I knows mean. who you are yeah but anyway um have you had to set boundaries with friends and family
0: um uh, yes I have um but a lot of the times no mm-hmm. but because so I think I am a boundary. <laughs> Wait a minute. Because <laughs> I think a lot of people are intimidated by me. And so they're scared to approach me or ask me things or try to make me mad in the first place. And so, I don't know. There's not a lot of space mm-hmm. to try to cross me. And I'm not trying to say that in an arrogant way, but just it's a lot. Of, I just don't get a lot of that energy. Mm-hmm. And so... The boundaries in my life mainly come from me against myself. Like, I need my own boundaries against myself. Like, you know, don't let certain things irk you. Because I get mad a lot mm-hmm. about things that are beyond my control. Right. Um, the main boundaries that I need to set are, like, are for, for niggas. I <laughs> that, I mean, because once I start liking somebody... Then, like, I let a whole lot of shit fly that I probably should not. Um, <laughs> like what, Josh? Uh-uh. In my business. <laughs> um, Like, when I was dating that one dude who was, uh, you know, had a whole OnlyFans. Oh. And because we were <laughs> in two separate cities, I was like, you know, you can continue to do your thing in Houston while I'll do my thing in Austin, which I wasn't doing anything. I was like, you got a, you got an OnlyFans in Austin. What's going on? <laughs> <Childhood>. What's happening?
1: <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. New news alert. <laughs> I mean, I might need one because I got these bills. Listen. but you know, I just, but I do a lot to keep other people happy, I guess, and I think I need to start worrying more about myself. Mm. And I've always been that person. I'm a people pleaser, even though people say that I'm mean. <laughs> but if i like you i like you and so there's not a whole lot that you can do that would not make me like want to care for you and mm-hmm. do for you but there's only certain people in my life that i let that like i let the, them slide and do that shit right but cuz i don't have too many friends i i only really claim two friends in my life everybody else to me are associates <laughs> <laughs> and and if y'all are listening to this, it's just know you're probably not my friend oh, in real it's life. it's probably not y'all. It's probably not you um, And it's only you and Brian. I'm going to go home and say it now. It's like, y'all are the only like true friends that I feel like I have mm-hmm. in my life. Everybody else, they are funny acting. Yeah. Um, you know, And they hit you up when they need something. And most of the time, I'm like, okay, fuck it. That's cool. But because I'm probably getting something out of it anyway. <laughs> so... <laughs> It is what it is, mm-hmm. but I'm I, I like I said, I need to start setting boundaries to myself so I can start getting shit done. I feel because you because this depression, like I said, it, it ain't no seasonal thing. Because the great thing is about you were talking about seasonal depression. When it's the wintertime, that's when I come alive, child. Oh, that's when you come alive. <laughs> that's Not when me. I come alive. I mean, I hibernate, girl. I love the cold weather, um, and it just it, it puts some in the Okay, <laughs> but that's um. Yeah, like, I just need to start putting boundaries, like, for myself so I can start getting this book done. Because when I tell you, I'm on the same paragraph I was about a month <laughs> ago. Um, and I just be sitting at home not doing shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you you need some structure. <laughs> you coming home and watching anime yeah, <laughs> watching other shit, but you ain't working on your book and you ain't got shit else to do. I know what you mean. But, um, yeah, I just, I don't, as far as other people go, I don't leave. Too much room for them to like cross any boundaries that's in good. my life. That was uh, you, that was good. You just said that you don't leave, you, like you,
1: you literally. That was perfect. You said I don't leave enough room for
0: people to to cross boundaries. That's great. Like that's a great. That's good imagery too. So go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I just uh, yeah I just don't do that, and I guess that's it's a good thing and a bad thing because I'm not trusting of a lot of people to let you get that close to me to where you feel like you can cross a boundary in my mm-hmm. life. Um, so, I mean, I guess I could be more open and have more friends with y'all. That means more boundaries. And I just, I don't mm-hmm. have time for that. And I'm kind of fine with where I am in my life, with the people that I have in my life. I mean, more friends would be great. That's cool. But, um, yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't have energy for a whole lot of shit. Yeah, so. I feel that. Yeah. You said a lot of things that I, I completely
1: agree with. I think that, um, you know, off topic, but I'll get back to it. one of the things that I do that I've done because I'm not doing it anymore. I used to always feel subservient to straight men um, because I feel like, wow, they want to hang out with me like as if it's a gift yeah. you know as if i'm not the gift bitch i'm the gift yes, you know? but I'm, like, yeah but like like i'm the prize okay <laughs> but but like but no i i i used to act very subservient towards you know straight men and when i say straight i mean that pretty loosely um, because wow. you know, because you know um i i meet and become friends with straight men who might m- m- like might entertain like flirting with me and things like that mm-hmm. but um but because i i feel like but I always feel like it was something to gain I used to be very very like mm, I won't say sleazy. But uh, (laughs) because it wouldn't because it it wouldn't take like it wouldn't take too much, you know, hanging out with a straight friend and they were like, hey, you down? Like, yes, I'm down. (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) the gag is I used to get emotionally involved. Like I would get I would I used to get really attached because there was this this is this is this was a period when I wasn't loving myself. Like when, when I when you don't love yourself you'll give yourself away to anybody, you know, and it, because you think that you, like, it's its so stupid, but I used to, I'm i am talking about some real shit now because I used to honestly feel like any time one of my straight male friends called or texted, I had to answer it quickly, um, as if I was trying to show them how loyal I am as a queer dude, you know. Um, and so... I don't know when I told myself "fuck that," but like "fuck that," yeah, you know, like "fuck feeling like you have to feel inferior to," and and this and that's the other thing, feel inferior to. I am finished the, the statement. It can feel inferior to straight men, but we tell ourselves that. Like, are there some you know men who who have a lot to say about queer people? Yeah, but part of part of my identity and why I, I used to have a hard time identifying as a black man is because. I don't share in a lot of black male experiences because I don't feel like I'm a part of their community. You know, a lot of people talk about the black community, and but our community is so fractured.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely.
1: Because we got to talk about homegirl that got hit with the brick. Yeah. Um, forgot about that. But our, our, our that that leads into what I was gonna say about we all over the place. But <laughs> the community is so it's 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 fragmented. So I don't feel. A lot of times I don't feel like I'm a part of the black community because I'm gay. Um, you, you know, when people say things like black lives matter, when black people say that, they don't necessarily talk about us. Yeah. Um, so when I say it's fragmented, for those of you who don't know about the, the woman who, um, I think she, she denied her number to a guy.
0: Yeah.
1: He and was she, trying to get her number and she said, no. No. And he hit her with a brick. A
0: brick. Yeah. He
1: hit her with a brick. Her face swoll up times four, and all of a sudden there are educated, quote unquote, scholarly think pieces on why men didn't jump in to be you know to help her out, or why she quote unquote deserved to be hit with a brick. I I just find it very fascinating. I'm, I'm going to take my time because I don't want to say too much, but I also don't want to skim over the fact that. This was a woman that got hit with a brick. Now, I'm gonna be. I want to be very careful because I don't want to say anything that's that might be misconstrued as this or that. But you know, I noticed an overwhelming amount of men who were like, "That's not my business. That don't have nothing to do with me. I didn't jump in because that had not have nothing to do with me. I wouldn't jump in either." Let that had a. You know, I was gonna no. I was gonna say let that had been a white man who hit it with a brick. It might have been a different discussion. We'd have had a different conversation. Yeah. But I'm remembering that young woman who got grabbed by that white man at McDonald's because he couldn't quote unquote control her. That's what he said. Um, There were so many black men standing around, and they were pulling her away, but they weren't. They weren't. They weren't. They they didn't do anything to him. So, like, sometimes I feel like straight men have a code. (laughs) They, they, you know, especially straight black men. There's definitely a code. You know, man, it ain't my problem. You know, because there's so many excuses. You know that you know I couldn't. You know they might try to shoot me, or I might go to jail. Or, or they, and I'm not saying those, those they're not valid, but whenever, whenever a black a black man, straight man, has been hurt or you know, you know, um, has been profiled or whatever have you the narrative is, oh, they hate black men. Y'all hate black men out here. And it's like, no, that's not the case. You know, but we do need to focus on the fact that black women are, are hurt and sometimes murdered when they don't, when they don't acquiesce to these catcalls and, and, you know, asking for the number. Like, yeah. the young woman was going was, was to start college, and she turned down the advance of, a, of, a, of another dude, a black dude, and he killed her. He, he followed her to her car, and he killed her. And we hear these stories all the time. We hear these stories all the time. And somehow there are think pieces on, on Twitter and, and things like that that where black men feel like they have to be uh that's expressed that, you know, well y'all don't you know, no one looks after us, no one cares for us. We march. Black women literally march, you know, for hashtags and black women have been marching for black men, you know. Um and it's very it's a very nuanced thing because we, we really don't ride for we don't ride for each other. You know, like I feel like black queer men are in one corner. I feel like black que- queer women or femme presenting women are in another cor- corner. Like it's 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 a lot of. a I mean, whenever you know, but whenever niggas was, was ready to fight, you know, um, after that riverboat came, you know that that was a, that was the whole move for us. Yes.
0: That was a whole moment. You know, it was a whole moment. And also, because that was a black man who was assaulted. Mm-hmm. Now, no, had it been a black woman, oh, I don't even know about. I don't it even know if that may not have happened. It not have
1: happened. It, so, we, in, in all, we're le- all we're left with are scenarios. But I just couldn't imagine. A, you know, had it been a black woman, would the response have been the same? You know, and you might people might say that's, that well, that's not fair. But I mean, we see it all the time. Like there, there. Are, plenty of cases like I know there there's a there's a a group of quote unquote scholars who are making cases for black men who are abused and murdered by black women um, at the turn of the century I, I think it was um it was uh, uh at the turn of the 19, 18th or 19th century but um there's a scholar who no yeah I don't know him but He's making cases for domestic violence where the statistics show that black women were the aggressors at one point. And I think that I think it's silly to try to create a case where where the black man is the only victim because that's simply not true. Um, it's just not true. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a that's a waters that I don't I don't think that I'm uh quite ready to like to dip into but we were talking about boundaries I just had to have to circle back to to homegirl, though like right. and the and the men who felt like she deserved to be hit with a brick because of her antics on on TikTok or whatever have you regardless point blank period she shouldn't have been hit with a brick at all like what are
0: Like, man, y'all need to stop being so goddamn fragile. They're so fragile. Like. They're so sensitive. Y'all act big and bad, you know, in public, you know, but when it comes to wanting to defend a woman or you being, you know, your feelings getting hurt because she, you know, didn't want to talk to you. Now you acting like a coward.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, I do it. You do it. We put our, like, we place our lived experiences in front of facts. And it's it's amazing because these same men talk about you know facts over feelings, but they don't say anything when their homeboys get their feelings hurt. Whenever a woman turns that turns them down or says they don't want anything to do with them, they get their feelings hurt, and they act out. And then so when we respond to that 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 stupidity, you know, with with some type of aggression, you know, they're like, "Oh, y'all too emotional, y'all too sensitive." But you never say anything to your homeboy who was so sensitive that he had to pick up a brick and hit somebody because they didn't do what he asked what what he wanted them to do like that's so that's so sad it's 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 one-sided and we see this all the time it's the same mentality that 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 white people um you know i was gonna say espouse but that's like that's the same mentality that that some white people have whenever um they see you know black people getting hurt they look the other way and they say that's not my business that has nothing to do with me obviously he did something to you know to warrant this type of behavior I mean this type of abuse and so they put the onus on the victim and that's the problem that I have with so many you know um, you know cis hetero black men in our and who hate the word you know cis with although it is a scientific uh, term right didn't just come up it didn't just it didn't just come up um so going back to boundaries um you know uh like I said, saying no feels good, and in in addition to setting boundaries, I'm just trying to create better habits for myself um, taking care of myself is is of the utmost importance, and so I'm trying to do that more and you know. You're right about well, friendships. It is it's hard to nurture a lot of different friendships. It's hard. At some point, someone's going to be neglected. It's like it's like you know that that lady having eight babies. Girl, what you going?
0: I got eight babies?
1: Octomom. Oh yeah. Like like how you gonna like how you gonna nurture all the like I'm I'm sure they all. Are, are wonderful little, you know, human beings. But sure. I know at some point a few of them felt neglected. Yeah. I know they did. Because, yeah, because there's only so much that one person can yeah, do. Exactly. And so that's why, you know, I love making friends. But I don't always love nurturing those friendships. You know, not that I don't I don't want to. I don't have the capacity to. Yeah. And so the realistic thing to re- to remember or something to realize is that as one person with limited hours in the day, you need to find those relationships and 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 nurture those relationships and there are some that I really want to nurture there are some friendships that I really 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 want to nurture and build up and then there are some where I wouldn't be upset if I if all I got was a text message on Thanksgiving and Christmas like oh Happy holidays to you and yours. <laughs> I'm serious. A postcard. Like, you know, you ain't got to do that. As long as I know you're good, your mama good, your daddy good, every, you know, your cousins, your aunties, your sons, and your daughters, as long as they good, I'm good, you know. Um, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't have, no. I'm going to say I don't. I don't have the capacity to nurture every friendship that I've that I've had um because at some point something's getting lost somebody's falling by the wayside you know Charlie, it might be you it very and if it's me leave, leave me there <laughs> leave <laughs> me there. <laughs> <laughs> um but no like I, I here's a question um how do you feel about either you growing or your friends growing um in a way that changes y'all's
0: relationships? Um, I mean, it's a part of life. If it happens, it happens. But there was a situation that happened some years ago that I guess one of my particular friends felt like that I wasn't changing or growing enough. Mm -hmm. And, um, He basically told me that you are not where you need to be Mm -hmm. in life. And you're not progressing as much as you should be. And, you know, I'm progressing. And you're in the same place. And so, like, I feel like that we should not be friends anymore. But y'all are
1: friends now, though.
0: Yeah, we are. Because... I confronted him about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, we have two different paths in life. I mean, and there are, you have friends that are doing better than you are. Mm-hmm. And you can't judge me for where I am because you don't know all of That's my cir- circumstances that I have going on in my life. You know, you're not living my life every day to know what I'm going through. So if you want to end our friendship because you feel like you're changing and progressing more than I am, then Mm -hmm. that's fine. You do what you want to do, but I want you to know what you said is, like, really fucked up. And, like, I'm all for my friends changing and doing things, you know, and bettering themselves in life. But, you know, it comes to a place where, you know, you have to realize that some of these people have held you down during some times where, like, you really needed them, mm-hmm. and just because you're doing more than they are, that doesn't mean you cast them aside. Right. So, like I said, I'm all for change because I, like, we should be changing, mm-hmm. but our rates of change are not all the same. That's good. And I don't know. That <laughs> that just almost pissed me off all over again because I just saw this person recently. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but we, we're cool now. But yeah, it's just like, I don't, we are supposed to change. Mm-hmm. But God's path for us is not all the same. Right. And I could be doing something tomorrow that could surpass what you're doing now. And yeah. am I supposed to cast you aside because mm-hmm. now I'm further along than you are in, like, in life? No. I think that's, that's, that's really great perspective, Josh.
1: Um, You know, So many times when we feel ourselves changing, we feel like we have to make a declaration to our close friends because we think they should be changing or doing something similar to what we're doing. And that's not that's not cool. Um, That's also not indicative of true change It's it may be indicative of a desire to change. But if you have to raise a flag and be like, hey, everybody. Girl, I'm new. I don't. Um, <laughs> no, I w- let y'all know. Uh, come, come September 23rd. I'm different. Which w- I, we will be different. We will be. Oh God! <laughs> please, please don't talk to me on the 24th. We're different. Child. We're set apart. God, I w- <laughs> let we me let me, let me let me simply because I because I'm never serious. Um, <laughs> and apparently, because we are talking about something serious, and I have to let you host know that um, after. September twenty third, when we've seen all that we needed to see, when we've danced, screamed and hollered, and been mute, and and yes, and been on complete mute, and coming back broke because we'll have bought things. Yes, um, please know that we are different people, um, and we don't want to hang out with you, and we are better than you (laughs) because Beyonce is going to change all of our lives when we get there so anyway (laughs) all right i'm just being silly but so serious Um, but but no like we we always sometimes people feel the need to want to tell others that oh i've changed i'm i'm not and i said it a few times because i am changing but that don't mean i want everybody else to change with me like I'm changing for my and you have to change for yourself. Yes. don't change because you think other people need to see something new in you because if that's the case, you're doing it for the wrong reasons and yeah, you are doing it for and, yourself and you and you and that change won't last long. It'll be a temporary change. So um, I think the, we have to like you said we have to acknowledge that people do change and should change as long as we we're, we're, as long as we're alive, we're always changing, whether we like it or not. but also to your point, um, people don't, we don't always understand our friends' circumstances and the things that they have to go through and the ways that they've supported us. You know, like, I, I, I could, I could, I don't think I could ever sit up here and pretend yeah. like I was better than you or better than Abel or better than Lucy when y'all have literally seen me At my lowest, you know, Um, I don't think I could fix my mouth to say something like that. Like, am I striving to change? Yes, but but that also doesn't mean that I need to look down my nose at people who I feel are not changing because they change in their own way. You know, like um, it's it's important that we walk our own path and we do it for ourselves and not because. We want to show somebody. Ooh, I can't wait for them to see me because I'm so new. I'm so, I'm so different. I'm not the same person. Like, do not change it for yourself. So, um, I really. I won't say I'm on this quest to be a better person because sometimes, on that quest, I stop and revisit my old self. <laughs> <Hello>? <laughs> I always I always go back to the to the old, old home front. Um but but I, but, it is, but it is weird like when you feel yourself changing and you think that that change this is what I'll say. So um, when I went to Austin to see Eli, I I recognize that I do get mad about some of the dumbest things and I said, you know I'm gonna stop doing this. I'm gonna look at it, I'm gonna think about it. And I'm going to intentionally stop myself from doing some of the things that I do. I'm not going to tell him that I'm doing it. I'm not going to be like, because some people will be like, you know, I used to, I would have cussed you out last year, but this year, I'm doing no. I don't want to even do that. I don't want to alert him to anything that I'm doing, you know. But I had to, I had to change my, I had to change my mind about some things, you know, that some things that weren't even necessary to be fighting about. And I said this earlier, but like. It It is hard to do, you know, to do something that you do routinely. Like, if you routinely get mad about something that, you know, it, where it always happens, you always get mad, it's going to always happen and you're going to always get mad. Yeah, it's a habit know. at that mm-hmm. point. And so, um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, you can't just declare that you've changed and, and like, because you had a good day and you don't go back to revisit that. You gotta you have to water that seed. And that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to do. Some days I don't water it, but but like <laughs> okay. you know, um, like I said, me me and Eli had a great time in Austin and I was on this high from like spending time with him and talking to him and laughing with him and joking with him. And then I got back here and it was just like I hate everything. <laughs> I don't I don't wanna go anywhere. You know, and he called me and I was a little aggy on the phone with him. And I I went back and look I listened to this recording that I did, and I'm all I can do is try. All I can do is try, but you have to you have to constantly water it because if you don't water it, it's gonna like at some point them roots are gonna crack and you'll be back to the same old. And so it's like I told you how I write people's names down and burn them. So, um, I. I started hearing from certain people like, you know, from from. not that I wanted to be, I didn't want them to be what I, what I needed to be released was this stronghold that I felt that, not that they had on me, but just the thought of them had on me. And so, the thing is you have to practice every day um, you have to practice peace and practice patience because it's going to see back, it's going to come up and creep back on behind you when you least expect it and you're not going to be ready for it because you had not been practicing that peace and that patience. So that's what I've been trying to, I'm not trying, I have been practicing peace and patience, boundary setting, saying no, um, unplugging, like, I always have my phone on me, but today I sat and watched a movie and I had my phone on the charge on the other side of the room and it 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 ate away at me. I ain't going to lie to you. I <laughs> I needed to see something on the phone, but I just I set that boundary for myself like, okay, when I'm watching TV, I'm not going to be on my phone. I'm I'm am I'm gonna be in this moment. Um so yeah. That's that's really I think that's really all I have in terms of just like setting boundaries and kind of where I've been um, but like I'll say it again to reiterate, you have to water those habits too. Just like you water relationships and you nurture relationships, you gotta nurture those good habits. You have to keep reminding yourself. So I recorded myself while I was driving from Austin to, to college station. I recorded myself talking. Um and I listened to it every day so that I don't forget. Um also wrote also wrote four songs while I was in Austin. Okay. Like, like I always get this creative bug when i move to when I go to austin um so i that's good i need to hear these yeah they so 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 they're they're kind of blasphemous because they definitely have a gospel like um progression it's very it's very 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 gospel uh, i'm a i'm a i'm gonna play one for you um just it's just the lyrics I don't have uh any of the instrumentation but I'm hoping I can get my little MPK MIDI keyboard and and play some organ parts and sing to it. Yeah. It's very, it's very, very like Southern Baptist. But yeah, in, it's Negro spiritual. Yeah, Negro spiritual, but it's with a with a secular. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> message. all right. So <laughs> I love God. Yeah. You Do you love yeah God? what's wrong with you? <laughs> um but all I want to say for anyone who's listening before I, I ask you what your thoughts are, um, re- remember to water yourself. Remember to uh, nurture those good habits. And, and don't focus so much on the bad habits, but focus on the good habits and the, thing, the good things that you put into this world, the good things that you um, are inspired by. Um, nurture uh, water those things you know read books on the things that you enjoy um, focus more and more on the the positive things um, that you do when faced with a, with a, with a negative situation you know um, think about how to handle something um, amicably think about think about thinking and what I mean by that is when something happens to you um do you, is your knee-jerk reaction to respond with anger or something physical? Or do you take the moment, take the time to think about the situation and ask yourself, how can I handle this differently? Will differently, will handling it differently help me? Will it hurt me? What are some ways that I can keep a positive outlook um, when, when shit is crumbling all around me? You know, And for those of you who listen who know me, I mean, hold me accountable. You know, <laughs> I mean, don't be my business, but hold me accountable. So. Bitch, wait. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, I just hear that 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 voice. I'm gonna have to. That's gonna be a sound bite. <laughs> 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 anyway, do you have any other thoughts?
0: Um, I will say to as, as I reflect on what I said. It is good to have boundaries for yourself Mm -hmm. um, because those boundaries will keep you aligned and it will help you to, you know, keep yourself progressing and growing and get shit done. Mm -hmm. Um, Because boundaries are are not always about the other people in your life. Because how can you expect other people? To you know, respect boundaries when you don't respect the boundaries that you put on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's basically it. Yeah. Okay. Um, God. So we have
1: uh, we have two emails. Um, we have two. Well, the one the one we we didn't we did. I think she sent it. She could send it after we recorded. I think um, we
0: only have one. I think we addressed that one. Did we? Yes. I don't uh, think we but, did. Okay. Well, let me look real quick for this email.
1: <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no we didn't ad- we didn't address this. But we talked about. it. Yeah, we No, because she she's she's mentioning this uh you oh, read- oh, yeah, cuz I didn't I didn't address that. Okay, that was well, you after go she- ahead and talk
0: about that. Okay. Like, I'll read the other one. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, this is from our friend Sheikah. Hey, Chica Sheikah said, um, so When we do speak again, in quotation marks, are y'all still friends or not? Because some of them statements made me a little confused, though it doesn't take much to confuse me. Anywho, (laughs) that's just me being nosy. I sure as heck hope y'all are well. Come on, Josh, with the book. 20 Days in Italy, Musa. Okay, then, I see you. Question, what's your favorite movie? What is your favorite video game if you play them? Okay. Peace, Sheikah. What's up, Shika? Hey. <laughs> so, so, let's break this. Let me see how i break this down. So, when we do speak again. So, um, last episode I was talking about my relationship with a friend and uh we are talking. Um we did we did we have been speaking. Um I think uh he listens to this podcast, but I think that um, we're both growing in different ways, and um I think i'm we definitely set boundaries for each other, you know and for our for ourselves um yeah i'm just I'm grateful for any any connection that's that that's been severed that's reconnected you know um i think and not just with him with any relationship I'm in. I'm I'm just being as authentic as I can and as careful as I can, you know, because I mean we were friends for 13 years and you know, we didn't talk for 3 months and you're like, "Well, what's 3 months versus 13 years?" That's true, but like a lot happens in 3 months, you know? A lot a lot of things and a lot of things did happen. So, you know, I'm taking my time and just, you know, the love is always going to be there. Like we always going to love each other. That's just how that goes. So, um yes we do we do talk. Um we we have been talking a bit since this uh the, the last episode. Um oh yeah, uh Josh can write that damn book. I I'm getting to it. I just need some motivation. Yeah. Amen. Um Sheikah Italy was a lot of things. Um I have not yet looked at all the pictures i t I've taken because um some of those pictures are tied to some um. Very. I keep saying um, but they they're tied to some difficult memories. Paris, Italy was beautiful. Um, I saw a lot of beautiful things. I ate a lot of beautiful ass food. <laughs> uh, and I experienced a a development, a new development in in me. And uh, whether it's good or bad, I'm just, I'm exploring some things and learning how to show up for myself and advocate for myself. So Italy had its moments that I'll hopefully get to share some of the pictures, more of the pictures, because I took some really, really nice pictures. Um, And I hope I get to go back, because if I could do it again, I would do it with less a little less stress.
0: Yes, we need to go together because you know now that we've both been, now we've both been there. You know what I'm saying? We we yeah, definitely got to go. Like we go
1: um, and see
0: the Swiss Alps. Did uh, you see the mountains? Am I trying to be in the mountains? Oh, uh, okay. Is it cold? Uh, no. I mean, I'm talking about from afar. I saw it from the city that I was in. I was like, Where you? What city, what city was that? Um, I was in. I think I was in Milan when I saw. Them.
1: Oh no! See, we didn't go. Well, I forgot what part of. We were in a very
0: southern part. Oh, okay. Early. Yeah, I mean, they were still in the distance, but they were like, those are the Swiss Alps. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, like, man, I,
1: I did skim over a lot of stuff. And I really, y'all, I, okay, I skimmed over a lot of things, honestly, just because there's a lot of things I've been feeling. And I think in the last episode, I talked about seeing some things. But I'll just reiterate, seeing the Statue of David was wild. Um,
0: was that in the Vatican?
1: No, it wasn't in the Vatican, but um, I don't know if no. I saw that. Yeah, it's in it's, it's in the uh, academy. It's in some. It's like it's in the, the building's called the academy. Yeah, so um, the Vatican was cool. Um, it's just, I, I didn't know that the Vatican is its own. It's its own country. Um, yes, but um, yeah, I seeing seeing uh, some of. Uh, michelangelo's work was pretty awe-inspiring seeing the sistine chapel was crazy did Um, they make you be quiet yes (laughs) yeah listen i I wouldn't be finna be shushed too many more times okay (laughs) because i won't say shit okay um you know it's 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 you can't take pictures in the sistine chapel but people definitely had their phones i definitely did i mean because you know i mean okay on, on from a photographer's uh you know perspective it's like damn i want to respect this but for somebody who may never go back again to that spot you know you seeing the work of somebody like like that, what, that it was is like centuries old si- like since the 1400s are you kidding me i want <laughs> click yeah. you know yeah. <laughs> um you know so i kept it cute but i definitely for anybody who has pictures shout out to y'all cuz that was beautiful um um yeah, so we, we did Rome, Venice. Venice is cool. I liked I liked Venice um, a lot. Water taxis and gondolas and stuff like that. That was cool. It was $80, 80 euros to get in a gondola. I was like, I'll admire it from afar. Um, but I took some beautiful pictures of stuff, and I'm just hoping that soon I can look at all the pictures. But that's what trauma do to each other. Um... <laughs>
0: Uh, Josh, what's your favorite movie? Sheikah asks. Um, I have like three or four, and the majority of them, I have realized, all have Whoopi Goldberg in them. Ah. <laughs> uh, but she's not my favorite actress. I just happen to like these movies. So yeah. number one would be The Color Purple. Good movie. Number two would be Sister Act 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really love... Uh, Ghost. It's a good movie. Yes, I've loved that movie since I was a child. Uh, Seven Pounds. I cry every time I see it. I don't know if you've have you have mm-hmm. ever seen it. Yes, that gets me every time. Um, I think there's one more. Oh, um, Interview with a Vampire. Because I love movie. all things vampire. Me too. Yes. What about you?
1: <laughs> it's impossible. The, I'll just say the top. The top few. So I watched them religiously. Um, Little Shop of Horrors, The Little Mermaid, um, I'm I'm probably neglecting so many I, I had a movie that I was like that's my new favorite movie forever and ever, amen. Um although and when I say Little Mermaid, I mean the nineteen um eighty nine version, eighty eighty six, eighty nine. Um and then but also, also <laughs> including let's also be clear, the twenty twenty three version with Halle Bailey. Um shout out to shout out to her. Um, and so Little Shop of Little Mermaid. I also am gonna name some that are just on tip of my tongue because I watch them all the time. I watch Bridesmaids all the time. It's one of my favorite movies. Um I'm going to look back and be so mad that I didn't say this movie or that movie. Uh, Forrest Gump is a favorite movie of mine. Um, I like some also darker movies like Donnie Darko. Um, I liked American Beauty, but it's so interesting watching it now because Kevin, the Kevin Spacey stuff. Um, Requiem for a Dream. It's a very dark movie, but I like it. Um, I love The Color Purple. The Wiz... I'm naming all these things I like. But I like funny um So Death at a Funeral, I can laugh every single time. Uh Welcome Home Roscoe Jenkins, I laugh every single time. Uh what's that movie? Kingdom Come with Whoopi Goldberg. I watch the movie yeah, all whoopee. the time. I love, love, love that movie. Um and oh Crazy rich Asians. That's no, a, I do love that. That's a that's a good damn that. movie.
0: That's one of my new favorite movies. It, yeah, like it's one
1: of my new favorite movies. I'm like, that movie is really good. Like,
0: there's another Asian movie that just came out that I feel like I'm like, I, huh. I need to watch it. Them colors in the movie, just er, yes. everything about it, it was, was so lavish. It was very. Lavish. I mean, Aquafina couldn't shouldn't. Um, anyway. You know what? She was okay in the movie. In that movie, yeah, yes. yeah, but uh, she's uh, problematic. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I was thinking
1: about that. I was like, you know there's there's things that I enjoy that you know from people who've probably done some problematic shit. i mean martin is obvious is arguably one of my favorite actors um and you know he has you know whatever um, <laughs> but i I realize I don't have to always like. It's stuff I like, you know, and I don't have to tell everybody that I like it. I mean, I ain't listening to R. Kelly anymore. That's just period. But um, I watched the Cosby
0: Show a few times, uh, but I watched it for Felicia Rashad because... I've never watched it. I mean, I've seen bits and pieces. Close your mouth, first of all. And see, Brian gets on me about that, too. I just can't. Like, because to me, it wasn't... I couldn't relate to it because I was living in the hood.
1: Um, yeah, I was poor too. But <laughs> still, I, I was like, this ain't no reality. <laughs> so I'm not watching this. No, yes, that's very, that, yeah, that's true. I didn't. That was not my experience at all. But I do love all things vampire. Like you know, I loved, I loved Queen of
0: the Dam just yes. because I loved. And people it. don't like that movie. They, they don't. Say it starts, I love I that movie. Loved it. Everything about it. And that it man was, is so fine. Well, it was so fine? Because today he was like feel, Uncle Bobby. Snow <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Townsend.
1: Yes, Lestat. Lestat. I am the vampire Lestat. Yeah. It just rolled off my tongue. Like, I, I listen that movie, I Queen of Damned. It. Oh, that's a good movie. And, and Alia did such a great job. Yeah. Like she, but you know, I love the creepy facts about the movie that, that her brother had to had to finish some of her lines. Yeah. That yeah. That gave me chills. And like the directors were talking about it because his voice. He had the same kind of timbre as her. You know, I was like, that's so crazy. There were parts in the film where her fangs um, kept her from saying things clearly. And so instead of scrapping the line, they dubbed, well, they well they doubled her voice with his voice. Um, that was That's crazy to think about. So anytime you hear her whispering in a movie, I mean, in, in the scene, um, and it's like a double voice, that's his voice. That's That's wild. He Q2 was shot. He is. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, okay, so movies.
0: Oh yeah. What is your favorite video game if you play? Um, so back in the day it was uh GoldenEye on sixty four. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the best game I'd ever played. And I haven't played it in years, but that like it always sticks with me. But also love Halo.
1: Mm, I didn't know you like Halo.
0: Yes, I used to be a gamer back in the day because my stepfather had all the. Well, I had all the systems that he would play because he was a child. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Halo and the. Uh, I'm trying to think. I think that's it. Well, and I like, I like Mario shit. You know, mm-hmm. Super Mario Worlds. Um.
1: So. First of all, did you, have you ever been to the toy museum in Austin? No, you know, I don't do shit in Austin. I have not had that much fun in my life. They have every game system. They have all these old school toys, all the, all these games on arcade. I played all of my favorite games. So my favorite game is, um, well, God, this is hard, but i Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers three, um, then two and then one, um, I like uh, The Sims. I play The Sims all the time. Oh, yeah, true. Um, I also like Spiritfarer. I, that's a new game that I picked up. Well, it's not it's not new to me, but it's one of the newest games I've played. I have it, and I don't play it. I love that game. You need to play it. Try the game, will have you, weeping and wimping. Um, uh, I like Kirby's Dream Land. It's a great game. Um, what am I playing now? I, I'm playing, I got a, I got a Switch. I'm playing this stupid Pokemon game. I don't like it. I don't Which like Which one? I
0: don't, uh. Is it one of the, uh, Scarlet and Violet? No, it's like Arceus. Arceus. Oh, that's the one that came out before that one. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah um, I don't like so you get Scarlet or Violet. I, I don't like games that are too complicated. And right now I'm stuck fighting this Pokemon or trying to, Weekends Pokemon that's like it's gonna be impossible to do, but um yeah. Anyway, I have a I pay for a simulator so I can play, uh, Mario three and Kirby's Dreamland. So yes, um, so I guess that was it for Sheikah. Love you, Sheikah.
0: Love Hope you. Doing well. Thank you for your support. If you hear crunching, that's me eating M Ms. Ms. Yes, mm. that he's not sharing. Um. You have, I brought 14 <laughs> bags in a cup of them. Share yourself, <sighs> okay? Anyway, to this, um, anonymous, I'm, I'm guessing anonymous because your email, you so look like it came from my OnlyFans, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> The email says, Where y'all at, man? Last time y'all came back, y'all said y'all was back, and at this point, you've been gone longer than you were previously. Lies. Right, that is a lie, because we were, like, this time, we were only gone like a month. Uh, previously, before that, we were 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two, two and a half. Anyway, what have y'all been working on? That's question number one. You want Okay.
1: Okay, I, I can. Yeah, first, go ahead. What have you been working first on? First of all,
0: what's, what's the person's name? On the thing, Vertex Crusher O F. That's why I say it look like it came Let from. Let me Only tell fans. you something,
1: Vertex Crusher. Let me tell you something <laughs> right now. Okay, I appreciate you for your love and your support, whoever you are. Sorry, I'm put. I keep the the peas are hot because I don't have the wind guard on right now. But you can't rush art. Okay, that's right. And life be life, and you can't. Yeah. So, unless you want to set a studio up somewhere. Have us have us dip in, you know what I'm saying? Like, you mind your non-plan. Nah, um, <laughs> what have you been working on? Um, so I work on a lot of things, um, and they may never see the light of day, but I am serious about really creating this <laughs> gospel-influenced uh, R&B blues, blues album. I, I literally was in Austin and wrote I said four. I wrote close to six. I, wrote, I think I wrote six songs. And then I wrote one last night. So I'm in the writing mood. Um, that bug has definitely bit me. And... Um, oh. New development. Uh, I am starting an, a t- another yoga teacher training. It's online. Yeah. To get, to get my certification so I can start teaching yoga everywhere I go. Come on, yoga. So I can get this money. Um,
0: this got gotcha money. money. So... That's what I've been working on. Um, I have been working and not working on my book. Uh, But, you know, like I said, I just... It it takes me a minute. I have to get the bugs, like he said, to, like, get the motivation to write. (sighs) And back to boundaries. I need to put some boundaries and some parameters and stuff on myself so I can just force myself to write. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I have the time. I just don't do it. But I'm working on that... Um, also i am in this group so my home girl Lori, hey Lori. i know you're not listening
1: <laughs> she's better
0: <laughs> but so we're starting because i can i can officially talk about it now because they've posted it there's a whole instagram but uh so we're doing a thing called choir Okie. so back earlier this year during south by we had um a gig for South by where they wanted a choir to come and basically do karaoke, but, you know, like have they'll have the people you know, people can walk by and they can do choir, you know, they can do the karaoke, but there'll be a choir backing them up doing their backgrounds. And so, like, that day it was a hit because like people just kept coming and kept coming. And we were supposed to be taking breaks, but they wouldn't let us take breaks because mm. it was just that many people, like, it was hundreds of people there, and like. <laughs> It was really, really fun. And so we were like, we need to make this into, like, a thing because yeah. we could, like, seriously make some money off of yeah. this. And people were like, you know, we want to hire y'all, you know, come to our events to do this. And now we have our first event, and we are official, officially a thing. Oh, damn. Um, so we have our first gig, September 16th. We just had a rehearsal, and I got to learn, like, 20 songs. Most of them I know, but, child, it's for somebody's birthday party. And she wants to walk out to like a prayer by Madonna. I was like, girl, I ain't mm. never listened to that song a day <laughs> in my life. You haven't? And I don't listen to Madonna. That's just it just that was everywhere though. So she just like it. a prayer. Oh thank you, Dad. And, so, and we and we was listening thank to the lyrics. Child. She's talking about yeah. sucking dick. That's what that song is about. <laughs> that is what that song is about. Oh, if you goodness. listen to it. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. She's talking about she's down on her knees. Yes, I mean it's to pray. It's pray. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she praying, child. No. <laughs> if you read the lyrics, she is talking about. No, she's, no,
1: giving she's not giving
0: fellatio because no, she. Not. Uh, okay. What she's <laughs>
1: doing? <laughs>
0: uh, oh no! So, we was like, oh, oh my god. She's like a prayer. I'll take you, I there. will take you there. <gasps> she was talking about something. Yes. Milk yes on her knee on her knee like you have to look at the lyrics that's what she's talking about anyway <laughs> so we have a first gig <laughs> and that's one of the songs that we have to learn um <laughs> close your mouth <laughs> And so, cause like me and Lori and the other people in the group, we was talking about like oh, when that song came, came out, it was very controversial because I thought it was just controversial because there were preachers in the, in the actual video. And no. Cause she's talking about giving fellatio. Hold on. Keep, keep going. <laughs> i just find the lyrics. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, we have a first gig and I, we're excited about that. Cause we want to get the ball rolling and get some more gigs. Cause like nobody else is doing this. Like it's very creative. Um, so, yeah, we're excited about that. Uh, I think that is all that I have as far as what, what I'm doing. You know, other than that, I'm just working and slaving or whatever. But, yeah, uh, let me see what the next question is. Um, how's life with Josh and his new and old boot? And See, this is how I know you ain't listened to our old, uh, the last goddamn uh, episode because I mm-hmm. talked about me and this dude not talking no more. Oh Lord. <laughs> That's how I know you ain't been listening. But yeah, we uh we I am single just like ninety nine percent of my life. Um he uh what happened? I don't even remember, but it was his fault. <laughs> <laughs> You're damn I, right. I feel like it had something to do with um I don't. I really can't remember. I don't know because like once I stop talking to you, I'm, I'm through. But I, I was about to say have my eyes on someone else, but I don't because I mean this other person. I saw him when I went to Houston mm. a couple of weeks ago. Like and there's always been feelings and love there, but like we're not in a time where we want to explore a relationship because we're both doing our own things, and that's totally fine. And I'm tired of, like, long-distance relationships. Mm. Like, I just can't, like, either I need to move to Houston or I need to find me somebody in Austin. Sure. So, yeah, there, I am single. Um, if y'all listening, hit me up. <laughs> I'm playing because I don't like y'all niggas. <clears throat> <laughs> anyway, what challenges are y'all facing currently regarding the podcast? Life,
1: uh, I think that we... We live. I mean, it's it's not only that we live about an hour and almost two hours away from two hours away from each other. It's just that we we both work and we both have things going on. Um, so those are those are challenges. But I mean, I think they'll work themselves out. I think you know there might be times where we have to do remote that we'll be able to do remote. We just got to set stuff up. Um, I think a challenge that I face is just wanting to always wanting to be authentic and always wanting to be I want to talk about new things um each podcast I want people to weigh in I want people to also um I think one thing we have to do is continue to share any wisdom that we have in ways to to lift people up because I want people to listen to our podcast to be uplifted and I don't think I do I don't do a lot of uplifting a lot of times we're just you know talking about what I know um but I think it's not I it's not a challenge I think it's just something that we will work continue to work towards because I I want people to come and laugh and feel good and you know much like much like Beyonce's renaissance, um, this podcast is for queer people. It's not exclusively for queer people, but it was designed by (laughs) and for queer people. And then to be more specific, it was designed by black queer men, black gay men, so that other black gay folks... Um, queer folks can know that there's some place that they can come and listen to stories that they may relate to. You know, we talk about stories, you know, I talk about some of the things I go in li- go through in life so that people know that they're not alone. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I guess the challenge, and not the challenge in that it's a challenge for us in a in a negative way, the challenge for us will be to continuing to go deeper into our thoughts and um, continue to you know tell stories that people might relate to um, so this is not exclusively for gay black people but it was made for made by and for so that don't mean that straight people can't listen and, and, and learn something because there's always something to learn I think and we learn from each other you know um, I think that I want our podcast to be um, a love letter to all things that's black and gay and southern and you know and funny and cultured and you know I want it to be a love letter and a, 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 a I'm gonna say safe, safe space because you know we don't always feel like comfortable talking and and speaking as openly but one thing we've been doing I love that we've been just embracing our gayness you know on this on this podcast so. Sorry, I kind of took the whole challenge thing and just went on a, <laughs> <Summer> <laughs> went on a path. But, like, I just want I want us to be, I mean, like I said, a love letter to, to like, gay black people who might experience some of the same things living in Texas, you know. Um, but also, I want it to be something, a feel-good thing for everybody, you know. People who listen who are not, who you know, are not a part of the uh um like what Uh, leviticus (laughs) leviticus lebiticus (laughs) lgbt uh qia plus uh (laughs) plus uh but i want people you know to to hear something and, and 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 laugh about it you know or hear something and think um that makes me think, you know. <laughs> or and if you even if you get mad or you disagree with something, you know, you can you can get mad and disagree in our inbox. Um you can email us at childpodcast at gmail dot com. That's child with four, four eyes. eyes. You thought we forgot about it by then, you Bitch. know, we don't ever forget. We stay on, okay? We been on. Uh <laughs> yes. Beyonce.
0: Beyonce. <laughs> um yeah, so What else did... did Um, I think you said that perfectly. I I don't have anything to add to that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, This person also said, what are some internal motivational quotes or mantras that you repeat to yourselves for someone that is usually positive? When things begin to pile on, it is becoming harder to stay positive about things. Signed, faithful listener. Oh, damn. That may not be who I
1: think it is then. Uh, But... So I have a few. Um <laughs> the, the one the first one I'll tell you uh is one that my I don't like calling him my boss. He's my boss, but um I I'm and he listens now. Hello. He does listen or his wife uh listens um and then I think he but he is he's a he he's a mentor that I'm tr- that I'm trying to let in a little more, I'm just, I get nervous, but um, one of the one of the mantras that I, I, I started saying, and he reminds me of, is trust yourself. Trust yourself. In the thick of it all, trust yourself. When you are doing something new, um, and you don't necessarily know how you're going to be perceived, or how you're going to get through it, trust yourself. You have to trust yourself, because all you have in those situations is yourself. It, people can tell you that you know, they're proud of you or that they, they're they they're praying for you, they're encouraging you, but you have to trust yourself that you, you know, you have what it takes to face something or that you've made the right decision or that you will make the right decision. So trust yourself. Another one, um, this is kind of a weird one. I, I say it when I'm working out. I say this is not how you die. You ever like, oh, okay. you ever do something and you're like, oh, this is... I don't know if I'm going to make it, you know. <laughs> Even though you know you're going to make it, because, like, you know, you might be at work and you're tired and you're standing up, you're like, I just want to be laying down right now. But you know you're going to get through that day because you have to. Right. Um, you got to pay them bills. Sure. Uh, so I was, I always say, this is not how you die. Whatever. <laughs> I'm doing something hard. I say, this is not how you die. So trust yourself. This is not how you die. And also, um, um, progress is a process. So when you're... Don't be looking to the left and to the right for people who are happier than you, or people who um, your phone, Hold on. move your phone. Yeah, it was going, <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> but people to the left and to the right of you are are doing things and they're getting ahead, or they may be getting further ahead than you are. Like your like your progress is a process. So everything that you're going through, there's a time. And date you're supposed to receive things, and not just because everybody else is receiving it. You wasn't born with everybody else. You was born by yourself. Like all your your goals, your gifts, all those things are gonna come in due time. And like I said, progress is, is a process. You gotta you you're not gonna just because so and so got a a PhD and all these things going on like that that's that that's not your that's not your path. Your path to happiness. It's going to come when it's supposed to come. So, you got to entrust the process. Do you have any mantras?
0: Um, I have maybe one or two. Mine are not as deep as yours, because I'm, I'm not a deep person. I mean, I am. Yes, but you are. When I talk to myself, so, like, things that I motivate myself, like, how I motivate myself is, like, bitch, just do it. <laughs> like, bitch, just get it fucking done. I'm so sorry. That's, like, that's yeah. how I got to talk to myself, because, like, all this... You know you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith in you, but that's not me. That's I. I need a little bit more, you know, firmness. Oh, yeah. Like, bitch, just get it done. Mm-hmm. Like, get it over with. Um. Also, um. So you mentioned, uh, well, the listener, faithful listener, Faith Evans. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we call it? college, Faith Evans. Faith Evans. Uh, said, you know, how do you motivate yourself when things pile on? Um, so I'm always stressed about whatever you know, and I always feel like like shit is just piling on. And usually, I always know that I'm going to get through it, even though I don't know how. And that's what I tell myself: like, it's like it's another day is going to pass, and you like you said, you I mean, this is not how you die, but I usually tell myself like you're going to live to see another day, and like these problems still may be there but you know the fact that you made it to another day means that you can there is progress to be made Mm -hmm. and that you can get through these things and you know and me being you know the christian that i am Mm. i don't believe in that whole thing god won't put more you that you can bear because that's that's actually not in the the bible um for those people who don't know that's nowhere quoted (laughs) (laughs) because he definitely will but it's You got to have faith that you can get through these things that is being piled on you and knowing Mm -hmm. that you can get through these things and through everything that I've been through, Ebony Jenkins, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) had a moment, Uh, like God has always brought me out even when I didn't see a way out for myself and so I have to tell myself on a daily basis that, you know, no matter what it looks like, God is going to see you through. Mm. Even, like, but you have to believe it's going to happen. Like, if you give up, then he's like, what's the point? Like, if you have, don't have faith in me that I'm going to bring you out of this, then I just might not, child. And, and, and that's the reality of these things. But, yeah, just... First of all, ladies
1: and gentlemen, that is Reverend Pastor Good. Oh My Deacon God. Dr. Josh. <laughs> because, sir, you just gave us a little sermonette. Good night.
0: I, I, I might... <laughs> In the editing, I might put a <laughs> Bitch. I put an organ. <laughs> Good night. Anyway, that's all I got. Good morning. <laughs> uh. I
1: hate you. That was really like that was I no no like I like when you when you show yourself you know like and you, because yourself that includes your faith and you know this is a tangent, but it, at some point it became uncool to, to be, you know, to be gay and to talk about your faith, especially your Christian faith, you know? Um, There are a few people who I follow on social media, black, gay men who aren't Christian you know, a few years ago, I, I could never have imagined, you know, that somebody could not be Christian, but um, they they feel the need to always, you know, they, they'll call God Sky Daddy, you know, and kind of in a derogatory way. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> but but like, I like that you embrace who you are and your relationship with a higher power because... That's that's important. That's really important. Um you know, you don't you shouldn't lose faith just because um and this is like me something I would have said to myself back then. You don't don't lose faith just because the people who follow your particular religion believe that who you are is a mistake. You know what I mean? Like that that's it's hard to come to that spe- that that place, you know? Like when I go to a church especially at church from where I'm from, I know most everybody in that room has their thoughts on, like, homosexuals, you know. Um, But you don't lose faith just because, you know, the majority don't like you. Like, if anything, it should make your faith stronger, knowing that you can still get stuff done um, being exactly who you are. I know I need to... She is on my shoulder, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she is on my shoulder. Her. Like, she's slick bike, actually. Um, so, what else? Um, When things are piling on, I just add another pile. <laughs> <Bench> <laughs> I, <right>. really <laughs> I really do. I really do. I really do. Like I said, setting boundaries means I get I'm gonna start saying no. I was gonna say I get to start saying no. I will start saying no to people that I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't be involved. Please don't invite me. Don't invite me, y'all. Don't don't invite me to do anything. I mean and, invite uh, us. Invite us. We, but, but we, we gonna say no. We gonna <laughs> let say let no. us say no. Um, you know, if if those of you who for our listeners if there's anything in particular that you would like us to talk about, send your suggestions to podcast at gmail.com. That's child with four eyes. I know that there are probably things you'd like for us to talk about. We have some, you know, we have some topics we want to dive into in the uh, coming weeks. But if you have any ideas, uh, we'd love to hear them. We'd love to read them. Um, for those of you who are faithful listeners, take take five minutes and just send us an email um, about something, uh, a suggestion, and we'll read it online. 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 Uh, loud. Uh, whatever. Sure. I'm, it's... The she hour is. has drawing... Has drawing. Ooh-wee. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Baloney sandwich. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, there's nothing, I don't know what to say now. I'm, I'm, I'm messing up on my words. Uh. But yes, for those of you who consider yourselves, you know, faithful listeners, please just send us a little, a quick email, tell us how we're doing, um, and let us read it online.
0: Ask us a question, like keep the conversation going with us. Um, also, don't forget to rate us on Spotify yeah. and Apple Podcasts. Yes, and leave a comment. Leave a comment because, you know, that's how people get to see us. And yeah. The more engagement we have, the more we can reach the masses and, you know, get more you know followers and stuff like that. Also, because you were talking about topics and stuff, mm-hmm. I think like, you know. Because I do want to talk about DL men. Yeah, we got. So gotta if talk you about DL guys man. have any questions that you want to ask us about that particular topic, because that's coming up, maybe on the next one. And um, let me say, if you yourself are a DL man, this episode will be for you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not going to be down like degrading or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. Um, but if if you have any questions or comments about that particular comment. Uh, Please uh send us your emails and things of that nature. And for those of you who who don't feel who want to send emails but
1: don't feel comfortable, you can make a, you can make a a a, a burner email account. You don't have yeah, to. Or you
0: can send it from your regular email and just say, give us, like, give make me an alias, like we and did we'll, with Shika. We'll do that.
1: We'll do that. Yeah. I know who the hell Sheika is, yeah, but I'm not gonna ever call her by
0: her real name. Like her name is Sheikah. She told us not to say this, so we yeah. not go say and that. Been,
1: and we've been, we've been. Been standing on that for a yeah. while now. She could <laughs> wait. I got you. I got you. And also, uh, I want to make this service announcement to okay any gay out there, um, or no, this is more so to the allies of those gays. Invite your your gay friends to listen to this podcast. Let them know that we care about them. Mm, okay, this is a safe space safe for safe space for. Queer people of all colors, um, uh, ethnicities, and uh, origins. Uh, all right. <laughs> but we want to let you know we care about your gay friends. Yes. All right. <laughs> so have them listen to Child Podcast.
0: That's Child with Faux Eyes. eyes. And, and just know that we're here for all the queers. And remember, you're not a true ally if your a- a- allyship doesn't come with action. Thank you. That's a gag. Yeah, you can't just say you're an ally. You got to step in, because if you see your gay friend getting, like, talked down and all mm-hmm. this other shit, and you don't step in and defend, then you're not an ally. You're even, a spectator.
1: Even if your gay friend is not there, but people are talking down on them, and you're just standing there. Because that happens. That's happened a few times. I've had friends say, yeah, they were talking about you. I was like, well, what, first of all. What the fuck did you say? What did you say? And, and why do they feel so comfortable talking about me in front of you in the first place? Listen. <laughs> Let's fight. It's time to fight. Um, uh, I also want to take this time before we wrap it up and say a few special shout outs. Um, he don't listen to this podcast, but shout out to my new friend whose Facebook name is Willow LaBeja. Okay. Um, Shout out to him and his beautiful spirit. Um, I just lost the most important thing I was gonna say.
0: I'm so upset about it just now. She
1: laid across your lap. No, but but oh yeah, I I just want to say thank you to um, the gay folks who listen to this. Thank you, like thank y'all so much. Um, Shout out to my uh, beautiful friend Craig. Uh, who listens? Is that the one and where I'm going to meet? You might meet him. Uh, okay, you might meet him. Hey, Craig! Yeah. I heard you were a fan. Um, Hello. Yeah, he. I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> Craig, is, Craig is so beautiful. I mean, like we, we, like we really, like me and Craig were like 50 year old men at age 19 being silly at A and M. Yeah. So shout out to Craig. Um, I had something very Child, very very important to Child, say and I was so <laughs> upset um I want to
0: say <laughs> Child. if you could see what I see I want to simply say Ooh.
1: that it doesn't matter um where,
0: Where is this going? Is I'm a, I'm a, let me get there, okay? Oh. Uh. I, I came back out the garage, man. I'm trying to get there. You know, okay.
1: I just <laughs> I just wanna say um Sorry. that I have forgotten <laughs> completely what I was gonna say earlier. Right. So I just wanna let you all know that um, you know, <coughs> Britney Spears what? Uh-uh. will dance in the foyer. It's time to go. All <laughs> no, right, it is time to go. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just playing. Um, I did forget what I was gonna say, and it was really, really precious and <laughs> special and important. Yes. Um, but again, thank y'all for listening to our podcast and. We we might not be as frequent as you want us to be, but know that when we do come,
0: it's gonna be a two hour episode. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> even when we don't know what the fuck we gonna talk I about, I know. Uh, I was it's like, it's
1: gonna be a forty five minute episode, uh, and here we are. <sighs> oh yeah, oh yeah, no, yeah. So send your emails to us and send them anonymously. We promise we won't we won't ever say your name if you say don't say my name. Um, say my
0: name. Say my name. <laughs> Did you know that that
1: song was about a, a conversation being had in the other room between a guy? It was a guy telling a girl to say his name, and the other guy was like, "I'm gonna write that song." Ronnie Jerkins was like, he was in the other room with uh, Lashawn, the, the the dude who died. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, he was telling the girl to say his name because um, she was in a room with with a bunch of people, and he was like, say my name, then, say my name. And Rodney went and wrote that damn song. Okay. Lit
0: okay yeah.
1: a, little a little bit, bit of DC a- trivia a- for y'all. Rodney
0: Jerkins. Rodney Jerkins. Did I say Rodney King? You did not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go, y'all. Uh-uh.
1: All right, y'all. We love y'all. Bye. Love
0: Bye. <laughs>